Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. We're going to be in Luke chapter 10, and we're going to dig into to God's Word. Luke says by the Holy Spirit, now it happened. I love it happened verses. Because every time we read them, we know that the camera is going to zoom in tight and uh, we're going to focus on something very, very important. If everything that Jesus had ever done had been written down, we, we wouldn't have libraries large enough to contain all the volumes that would need to be recorded. So each story, each narrative that our gospel writers take the space to write, we must take time to give them special attention. So we're going to dig into this verse, Father, open eyes, illuminate hearts, meet needs today, all through your word and by the power of your Holy Spirit, and we'll give you all the honor for what you do in Jesus' name. Now it happened as they went, that he entered a certain village, which was actually Bethany right outside of Jerusalem. And a certain woman, this lets you know this is not myth, this is not made up stuff, there was a literal woman, a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. So out of the gate here in these verses, we see something very, very unusual. Martha owned her own home. And this was very rare for a woman at this time in history. It might be that Martha was a widow, or perhaps she was a a businesswoman like Lydia we just read about a couple of weeks ago. But uh, the, the Bible doesn't tell us, but already we know this woman is a standout. Would you do something for me and lower these uh, speakers here just a tad? Thank you. And the Bible says and she had a sister. It's amazing how people who grow up in the same house, go to the same school, have the same parents, same neighborhood, and all that tend to turn out so, so differently. She had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus's feet. Now, this is important because we're in a different time, a different age, a different world. But at that time, only men were educated like uh, uh, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the disciples. And and no self-respecting rabbi ever encouraged female discipleship. I need you to do something with these. Just turn these down. There you go. I'm not one of those people in love with my voice. So, you know, all right. Yeah, thank you. So, instead of Mary just doing typical women's work, she actually sat at the feet of Jesus with the men. Those who break down barriers are those who choose to ignore them. It said Mary, who also sat at Jesus's feet. Now in Acts 22 and 3, how many of you know we're going to learn the Bible like all every, every Sunday? All right. 
We see the same language where the Bible says that, G, that, that Paul was brought up, actually Paul says this, he was brought up at the feet of uh, Gamaliel, which meant he was personally trained by one of the greatest rabbis in all of Judaism at that time. And you know, the New Testament writers, they were no lightweights, and neither was Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Now, Jesus taught us in the, the, the temptation while he was in wilderness, we don't live by what bread alone, but by every what word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. More important than your next meal, more important than your next drink, more important than your next dose of medicine is hearing God's word. Why? Why is hearing God's word so important. Let's go to Romans 10 and, and 17. And Paul says, by the Holy Spirit, so then, there's a whole conversation going on, but then he starts uh, uh, summing it up. So then, faith comes, which also gives you the idea, and I know it's in italics there, that faith can kind of go. Faith comes by hearing. This is why the devil will fight you so much. He wants you to hear everything except God's Word. You'll focus on my tie, my lack of tie, my, 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 my robe, my lack of robe. You'll focus on everything in the room except the main thing, whether they hit the right notes, whether they sound a little bit different than they did before, whether they need a little bit more practice or need a little bit more soul. You hear what I'm saying? There'll always be something in the room to distract you if you let it. But the reason why the devil wants to stop us from hearing God's word, because ultimately he wants us to stop believing God's word. The Bible tells us three things about faith. Ephesians 6 and 6, 16. Above all, meaning do everything else, fast, pray, live righteous. But in all you're doing, make sure you do not forget this. Take something you got to do, the shield of faith. Faith in God's word is the only thing that shields us. The only thing that protects us, the only thing that covers us in this very, very dangerous world. Yes, sir. Yes. The Bible is not saying that if you have faith, arrows won't fly. The Bible's not saying if you have faith, adversaries and problems won't come. But what the Bible does teach, if you have faith, you will stop those issues, those circumstances, those adversaries from having their intended damaging, destructive effects. Taking the shield of faith, you will be able. How many of you are frustrated by not feeling able to handle the situations and the circumstances you face in life? The Bible tells us why, though. Because we got to get back 
Thank God for wisdom. Thank God for knowledge. Thank God for understanding. But we have to get back to simple faith. God, you said it. I trust it. And I will believe it. Taking the shield of faith, you will be able to quench all. Not just a few. Not just those of a Sunday variety. But a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday variety. Quench all the fiery darts. Church, we do have an adversary. We do have an opponent of the wicked one, the devil. Every flaming missile, every poison dart that is, is, is shot in your direction can be resolved through simple hearing. Stay with me. John, 1 John 5 and 4 says, and I appreciate this because I felt inferior when I gave my life to the Lord. Christians, people have been Christians much longer than I, and I, you know, I, I came out of some stuff. And these verses comforted me. It says, for whatever is born of God, don't care your background. Don't, don't care about the fact you, you, you didn't sleep alone. You hear what I'm saying? Don't care about about the fact you, you did some things wrong. You, you went to some wrong places. You hear what I'm saying? Connected with the wrong people. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And then John says, in case you didn't understand it, let me say it a little differently. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our, our mutual, you hear what I'm saying? What, what, what God did for, for Peter, he did for Derek Greer. He'll do for Derek. What, what God did for Derek Greer, he'll do for you. And this is the victory that overcomes even our faith. So the only way you're going to win victory in the world and against the world is by faith. This is why the devil wants us to argue about everything else. but use and feed our faith. I mean, we'll we, 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 we argue and fight over and, and you know, the, the smallest thing, anything to get us all focusing on our true protection, our true victory. The most frightening thing the devil will ever face is a child of God fully convinced of God's promises. Stay with me. I'm still going somewhere. Matthew 17, 20, Jesus summarizes for us the power of faith. He said, for surely, or amen, amen, Without no doubt, no doubt, I'm not lying, I'm not kidding you or pulling your tail. I need you to pay attention. I say to you, if you have, if, meaning it's conditional, meaning everyone's not going to have this. If you appreciate what he did for others, but if you have faith, 
as a mustard seed. You will say to the biggest issues, the biggest problems, the biggest challenges that come your way to this mountain, move from here and it will move. But watch this next part. And nothing, no thing will be impossible for you. According to Jesus, our faith determines our potential. Pay attention to what I'm saying. The worst poverty is not life without potential, but life without possibilities. Back to Luke 10 and 39. And Martha had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. You see, God's word was a top priority for Mary. You see, the real issue is seldom whether or not we have enough time. It's really about making time. You see, if God's word is a priority, you will make a way. If it's not, though, you're going to find an excuse. That's just the way people are. It's just the way it is. But Martha was distracted. But Martha was preoccupied. Martha was sidetracked with much. Nothing wrong with serving, but here's the problem. Mega or much serving. Getting things done is important. But how many of y'all know we can do too much? Yeah, yeah, look at your name and say, sometimes you just do too much. Sometimes you just do too much. (laughs) Martha was standing in the kitchen with the weight of the world on her shoulders. But the one who actually upholds the universe on his shoulder was sitting in her living room and she was too distracted with busyness to hear. I think I'm about to cut you a little bit, but I'm going to close you up before we leave. I'm on the table too, though. Again, Martha was distracted. And when you don't keep the main thing the main thing, you end up in trouble. Martha was distracted with much serving. But before you get too down on Martha, and it's it's easy to pick apart some of these people in the Bible because they ain't standing in the room to look you in the eye and say, you better, you don't think about yourself. But, but, you know, it's so easy. to start picking on people. But before you get down on her, keep in mind that Martha had Jesus in her house. (laughs) Everybody didn't have Jesus in their house. And the Marthas of this world may not always get it right, but they are the ones Jesus will visit the most. Pay attention to what I'm saying this morning. Everybody criticizing Martha, but Jesus ain't nowhere in your life, in your house, in any of your stuff. 
The problem wasn't Martha served, it was that she served too much. And Jesus is trying to say, you ain't need all that, Martha. And he's trying to say to you, you don't need all that. I'm getting ahead of myself. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Now, part of Martha's problem was she had an inflated view of her, her own ability and her personal responsibilities. But I heard a cowboy once say, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. But Martha here ignored the testimony of her own heart, the testimony of, 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 of what was happening in her due to distraction. And what she did is she kind of shifted blame and she started blaming Jesus, started blaming God and her sister. So he said, she said to Jesus, said, therefore, tell her to help me. Come on, God. What's happening here? This is not fair. Why is everyone else living their best life and I'm in this kitchen slaving? I'm left doing all the work. I'm the one worried and anxious and upset and she's just sitting there at your feet enjoying herself. Do something, God. This is not right. All the Marthas in the room understand what I'm, I'm saying here. And Jesus answered, and said to her, Martha, Martha, you know I love you, girl. But you know you got a problem, Martha. I'm about to help you. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Pay attention. Sometimes the stress we feel has nothing to do with the demands God has placed on us, but all the extra stuff we've added. You can't say amen, say ouch. Love, we can work as hard as we want, but there are some issues and some things in life only a word from God can solve. And Mary understood this. He said, Mary, you ain't just worried about all this stuff. You, you want all, you, you want the, 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 the dessert, you, you got all these special napkins, you got all these special forks. You, you, you got, got all this special, you got candles all over and special rugs laid out and and Jesus thinking, was all this really about me or the neighbors down the street that are in here? Did they say, Mary, you're troubled and worried about so much. But let me simplify things for you. One thing, just one thing, Mary, Martha, is needed. I mean, just one course would have been enough. I didn't need that extra fork. I, I, I didn't need that extra piece of cake. I really didn't need the extra piece of cake. And what he was saying to us is sometimes God's not asking for all that extra. 
Sometimes we give all that extra really because we're insecure. Because somehow we're trying to measure up. And we can't just be, we got to earn a right to, to be in the, the room. When I read these verses, I felt like the Lord was speaking to me. Stop trying so hard, boy, to get everything perfect. And overlooking the fact that I'd be just satisfied with you being present. And sometimes God don't want you to get everything perfect, but would you just be fully present in the presence of the Lord, I'll get a couple amens and shouts today. He said, the, the, the issue, Martha, is not with everything going on in your life. It's not about all the demands and responsibilities. It's about your choices, baby. He says, it's about your choices, Martha. He said, Mary, the one you're mad at, she made a choice. She made a choice you didn't make. You were concerned about your neighbors and what everyone in the room would think. But she was concerned with hearing. Mary has chosen, watch this, that good part. People say if we had better resources, if we had better preaching and better argument, maybe better facilities, you know, we'd reach this world. But what Jesus is saying here, we would just make better choices. Pay attention. If we would just make better choices with our time, the world will be one. Mary has chosen that good. Mm -mm, Better than food. You hear me? Good. And I could imagine Jesus putting a mm -mm mm-mm-mm in there. See, you want me to get a mm -mm mm-mm-mm from what I eat. But we don't live by bread alone. Mary has chosen that mm-mm good part. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.